Hello family, hello friends. This is Helena Kintz. You're listening to Chasing the Truth and Uniqueness podcast. A podcast that is said to share love, knowledge and teach us how to love our uniqueness by living a truthful life, helping you to discover your strength by accepting your weaknesses. Great continent, the Africa, has been gifted in natural rich resources and in human capital. We have this uh, pleasure to welcome today Marie-Ange Lundu, which is a brilliant woman. I call her a fearless leader who has this dream to bring Africa as one to make it greater again and to bring all Africans together, where she has established This platform calls Token de Africa to promote and develop tourism in the Democratic Republic of Congo and in all Africans' country where she is involved. We have the pleasure today to welcome her and we're letting her introduce herself to the audience of Chasing the Truth and Uniqueness podcast. Okay, my name is Marie-Ange Lundu. I'm... Uh... I'm from Congo, DRC, and and I am the founder and CEO of uh, Token de Africa, which is a platform in charge of development and promotion of tourism in uh, in Africa, and especially in DRC. And uh, I started working. I mean, I've got nineteen uh, plus of uh, work experience which started from a very tiny, small company till a uh, biggest company, biggest name uh, in the world. And until I end up for being my own boss, for being my own um, entrepreneur of my own business. Thank you. But, you know, before we, do you think because being um, a strong woman, I mean, an independent woman working for herself, And it's hard for th this kind of woman to, you know, to be, to be hooked, to get married. I, I think I'll say yes and no. My first, my first yes is about, is uh, going back on years of uh, 1960, 1970 whereby being a woman uh, was only meaning to be a house a housewife cooking uh, looking after the children looking after the husband looking after the house that was 19 that was 1960 70 maybe 80 as well but i'm gonna say yes to that if people are still thinking or if you if you meet it on your way uh type of people who really focusing on old ages uh businesses or, or type of life or type of family but i'm gonna say no to that because um it's not because you are a successful woman in business that you cannot be successful in marriage i'm still in the terms of values i still i still valuing the 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 marriage as a As, as a sacred uh, relationship, as a sacred something to do in life, as something that has been built, has been built by God. So uh, I, I again say no, because um, the only reason why uh, powerful women remain single is because they're watching clearly what, because they know, first of all, what they want and they know where they want to go. And they're watching like with a lot of carefulness to know where they want to step in. So, and that's um, actually uh, men are not really comfortable on meeting somebody who's kind of equal or more than equal uh, to them. And, but this is just like old ages uh, on our ages. People are, I mean, men are happy to have a woman, let's say, like uh, Michelle Obama, a woman like, uh, let me say, like Oprah Winfrey, because people want to see men, actually, in, nowadays, they want to meet 
they're equal they want to meet somebody that will give them more than what they only can get from a from um a, um, let's say from a normal or from a regular woman which is giving children and going to the kitchen i think uh that's my point of view so there's no there's no fatality to say that if you are a successful woman you cannot get married or if you are not successful woman, then you can get married both works together it depends on the person you meet and depends on all your criteria that's it mm. Interesting point. Dan, do you agree with um, this verse of the Bible that says that a woman's a, a woman, I'm sorry, a woman must um, I mean the man the main duty is to love his wife and the wife is to be the helper of the man. So when Women are being bossy. Women are being too independent and powerful in this era. Don't you think that they are taking the same place? Not It's not becoming equality, but it's becoming like competition between men and women, even in business, in marriage. And because there cannot be competition in marriage, that's the, the reason why it's not working for this kind of women to be stable and to get married what do you think about that um i keep saying that it's really depending on each and every person but i'm gonna say um it's not about compet competition i agree that the bible says uh that yeah a woman is a helper so uh and i'm gonna go maybe deeper saying that if you can be a helper which means you have to have a lot of strength you have to have double of what the the owner of the job has so let's say i'm always saying that a woman is an is an incubator if you give her ten thousand dollars today and if she's a very smart woman after five years you will find out that she got a million because we can we we are good helpers so we can really um transform everything that we touch in our hands and at the same time it's not it, it's not it's not separated it's not like two sides like that that cannot get along um successful women th there are few of them who are are actually competing with men and who are saying that they don't need a man in their their lives and i think those ones they need to to look for god but like i, I am in the side of people who saying no matter how rich you can be no matter how powerful you are, you still have to abide in the relationship, to abide in the relationship, in an appropriate relationship. Because guess what is happening after? So you refuse to have a, a husband because you think you can compete with a man. Anyway, whether we, we want it, whether we accept it or not, men will still be superior in terms of how God has created the world. So God's still a man, so God is not a woman and um, most of things uh, for male is like they have strength they have physical strength they have a lot of things a lot of gift that god has given them and us as helper god has given us the capacity the capability and the power to support the people that are stronger than us more stronger than us so um, it's it's for me it's 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 not like it's not a competition you can be rich you can be powerful if you don't want to you you want to uh, i mean fall in all what we call the fornication because this is what is happening you don't want men you don't want to get the husband you don't want to be submissive to your husband you will end up on having a desire a physical desire which will take you to fornication and when you start fornicating you forgot about god so you already tracing a wrong path which will take you straight to the hell so if you don't want to take this road you rather take your step back take your money down and say, say to yourself i'm a woman i need a man and i can be submissive while i'm busy working i'm gonna say i can give my own example and i think a lot of business women or business single lady don't get it uh, mm -hmm. i am in business like for so long i started 
business when I was very young, but when like let's say the legit business, the legal business I started 2000, 2012. And in that time I was in a relationship. But all I all I used to do is to introduce my man, to discuss with him every step of my life, every step of my business. Because I don't want him to be surprised meeting seeing me with a man having a coffee. Because he's gonna think maybe this one is my boyfriend. Meanwhile, maybe he's a business partner. So I open up myself to him to say, hey babe, this is what I do. This is how I do. This is how I get people. So such and such and such persons that you see around my life that we busy chatting, busy talking, those are my business partners or those are my friends. So don't feel afraid. And every time that I had like a dinner or something very special for my business, I always take my man along to make sure that the person is comfortable. So I think every woman can do that. I tried it and it works. Sasa for women being submissive. Okay, let's assume that she is married. The powerful woman, successful, owning her own business. And maybe, you know, gaining more than her husband. And having children can be two, three. How would you assume or even if you had you had you know the opportunity to be in that position or to advise that kind of woman how would you advise her how would you yourself be like as you know to to position yourself in those three roles like being a wife being the helper the wife helper being yourself your the ceo of your company and the matter of your children. If you can tell me how you can manage all that. I can already tell you, and like a few days ago, I was thinking about that. And um, I just realized that the uh, professional women, they are single professional business women, entrepreneurs, women, they are well organized than any type of woman that can exist in the world. Why I'm going to explain my to me, I'm going to explain myself. When you are a businesswoman, when you are leading people, you need to get well organized before leading other people, especially if you are pursuing your dreams and especially if you really need to make money in this world, you need to have a, a, a block note which you will put all your, your tasks of, of the day, of a day, and you will put timing and you will record everything and you will make sure that you're reaching your targets on a daily basis. So this is a woman that is in a business, right? So that woman, if she's really organized, she will be she will make money she will get in the meeting on time she will get her food on time she will make ready she will be ready to be in the office always on time so this type of women these are the well organized that can organize their family because they we all have to know and i think every person know that knows that we need there is time for everything so let's say i can give my own example um when I'm home, I have days that I say this day, these days are off for me. So when I say off, it's also about discipline. I mean, ladies who's who's doing business, they must also learn about discipline, and they must do, they must know how to apply it in everything and everybody. So women in business doesn't doesn't divide two sides of, of people. It's not two people uh, different. They are the same, it's the same person. So for me, for example, like I said, it's not difficult. You have your timeline, you have your 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 your, your plans, you know, this time I'm I'm busy with my children in the morning and it's even more 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 helpful if you do your own business because you can start your day at 10 a.m instead of starting your day at 6 a.m why because when you're working for somebody you have to learn you have to be on time because you need to point yourself because you need to sign on to sign in and sign out but when you you have your own business you can work everywhere which gives you a lot of time to take to take care of your family 
you can say my business start at 10 because in the morning i take my children home i take them school i have to make a breakfast for my husband and then after 10 i, I run to my business to my meeting and everything after that i have to come back home early to do my my cooking and prepare the, the table for the dinner prepare for the kids you can make it so it's actually the same as working for for a company coming back home so it's even more easier when you're doing your own business even when you travel on your own business you still have a chance to say hey honey can you please come with me can i take my husband can we travel together and it's giving you more opportunity to be together forever that's it i would if i was that woman you know that i give an example i'll say yes uh, it's kind of it can work out what you you know you may plan to do actually when you can be in that position but um i don't know you know the reality is just something else the reality is that a man still wants even though nowadays men want independent women men actually prefer some men prefer the women you know to to have a business to work but um at the same time they they need the women to be a woman at home, their wives. So to to handle their households, to take care of uh, the children, to cook instead of like employing uh, a cooker or employing a nanny, you know, a babysitting for the children. So they want the women to be able to handle all that. And um and we're talking about it, and I can come back to the teaching the teaching of the man that God who is the master of a couple and the man who is the master of um, I mean his wife which is requiring the woman to actually just be submissive so talking about submissive I I, I I honestly, it depends. Only a woman who fear God, a woman who believes in God and obey God fully can be submissive. Without knowing God, without walking with the spirit of the with the spirit of God, I don't think a powerful and successful woman can handle submission. Because leading people requires some authority. Leading people also comes from a different kind of personality of that person it happens we talk it happens we're talking about women when is this women like what we just you just described a woman who is powerful leading people authority directing people i think sometimes she can lose control you know maybe temper and and forget that she's back home and she's a woman and she must be submissive to her husband. And she can just, you know, start maybe shouting or giving order to her husband. You know, I don't mm -hmm. know if you follow me there. Yes, I think yeah. it can happen because how many times that woman is going to spend at work? She's spending maybe. And the truth is when she is about the boss and she has a company, she has money. So her daily habit is giving orders, asking questions. You know, she just have a charity at work. And that attitude, she's bringing it back home. Otherwise, she is just a special woman who knows, who know how to leave that character outside her home and come back and be just the wife or a lovely husband. So I don't just I don't know if you have something to add about that, but um, you know, it was just my point of view about that. And I want to know more because it's like it's your destiny. Do you think talking the Africa is your destiny? The yes, destiny it is. You were called, it is. How do you think you were called to to lead a business in tourism to promote tourism in Africa because it's talking the Africa even though it's Ilingala because let's 
translates out there. Tokende is let's go, right? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So let's go to Africa. Congolese, born, raised in Congo. You, your motherland is Congo. But you, your vision is about Africa. And you started, did you start talking the Africa in Congo or in South Africa? Because you studied there and you lived there. So how, how did you start that? Do you think it's your destiny? You are oh, I said, yeah, I started talking to Africa in South Africa. And uh, this is where the name Africa came after because it could have been just talking the Congo. But my vision and my dreams and what God has put in my, my mind is not something limited by my country. It's something that will be growing and it's going to be everywhere and limitless project. So, yes, it's my vision, it's my dream, and uh, it's my goal. So, Token Africa is everything that I have. It's like my first child. I know I'm going to have other child, but that's my first baby. Wow. Well, <sighs> so you, what you're saying is God called you to lead to bring Africa, if I understand, is it to bring Africa together? What is it, the vision actually you had behind? Okay. Starting to Africa. Um, you know, in every, in every generation, God is always looking for one person. And this one person can be a group of 10, a group of 100, but it's looking for always one person that can make a change, that can be the big change in a generation, changing things, changing mind. I think if you watch out every every season of, of the world, you will see that in every season there is a person who changed many things. We can talk about Martin Luther, Luther King in the United States. We can uh, talk about... Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that brought change in, in, in the world. And my vision in Africa is not only to bring Africa together, but make Africa to stand by, by its own feet, to stand with proud. I mean, we've been, uh, we've been uh, um, destroyed by, I mean, our, our mind, our mindset. We've been destroyed mor morally, physically. We've been abused for, for what the, the, the Western world was trying to give us as, as a return on after everything that happened. So I'm not a kind of person, I'm not like a, an activist that want to, to do activism to, to, for, for the rights, for, for, to fight for my rights. I don't have any right to fight for because I believe that Africa has its own right to fight, to, to live with. But what is my vision is to make sure that everybody in Africa can understand each other because Africa is again the strongest and the biggest continent over the world. They, people can say what they want, they can criticize, they can do whatever they want, but they know that if today Africa shut down all doors, the world will collapse. So, and I know that, I noticed that, and that's why God puts me, brought me back in that vision to bring all Africans together, to understand that we can only win if we are together, not if we are divided. Actually, true. Actually, true. The, what you're saying about Africa, I love it. And um... yeah, I still remember, like yesterday. <laughs> I think the independence does not depend about how much money you have, or how success, how much, how much successful you you are. Um, the independence, the 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 the, the, the success in the, in the life. It depends on what you want to see yourself, no, where you want to see yourself, and how you see yourself tomorrow. This is the how a successful life starts. So you don't you don't begin a successful life by studying because you have money. At that time, I was very young, but I just realized that I cannot be always going back to my my dad asking him for money. 
because my father is one of the, the stingy guy. Yeah, I think he knows that because now that we grow up, we can tell him like straight in line, like, Daddy, you've been very stingy. He was the kind of guy that he he never let us go hungry in the in the house for since I was born. So I'm I'm so grateful to that, and he never sent us school without paying our school fees. But giving us like money, pocket money for us to enjoy, like all other children, we never have it. We 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 sometimes had it, but not really enough. So for me, it was like already revolting spirit saying. I need to have my own money. I need to be able to manage everything that I want. Furnitures for school, I need them, but I still need some money so that when I need some some candies, some sweets, some some whatever things that you know when you're a teenager, like you you think to to buy, I need to have this money so that I can buy what, whatever things I want. But still, at that age, I was already planning my life. Like seriously. Today, people would think like, yeah, maybe because she's grown up now, she can say stories. But if I can still find my my book, I used to have my my secret book that I used to write everything that I was dreaming to become. I think I can find my like my little tiny like scriptures saying that I want to be big. I, I want to be like this woman, like this person. And I knew that for me to get there, it was requiring a lot of sacrifice and job. And I never, I never, I never feel it as, as a, as a, as a garbage. It was always something that I used to do with fun and yet was not successful yet, but I used just to love doing it. Yeah. That means um, you are full of uh, potentials. You are full of not only vision, but you. God has filled you with something special, a unique person. And uh, thank you. Amen that, to that. Yes, the mission that you had in this world is to inspire because you are inspiring. Actually, when I'm listening to you, I'm just listening to someone who is being used by God. So speaking to that, you are a daughter of God. What is the place? Where do you place God in your life? Jesus Christ. And let's be honest here. You know, um, when leading people, sometimes, you know, someone told me, he said, oh, you know, when you have a position of leading people, forget about that. Even if you're so spiritual, you just fall apart sometimes and you can be out of control. And you may need to just grab a, you know, <laughs> a whiskey, you know. And I was like, oh, no, it can't happen. He said, believe me, when you lead people, they just can sometimes, you know, mess up with you and get on your nerves. That's one thing. And the second thing is when you're becoming successful more and, and one thing is famous. When you're in the spotlight, when people know about you, you are gaining, you know, your name becoming prominent. And you become a little bit like selfish and then you show yourself and you become a person, you feel yourself like you are enough, you're sufficient. So do you think that there is a limit of that attitude being selfish or showing to the world because they already know that you are famous, you are no, you are successful. But then do you think you can put, you know, you can just push the button, let, wait, right there, stop. I'm a child of God. I love my God. I love to be, to obey the, the words of God. As he said in Deuteronomy uh, 18, I think, or 36, I don't, if I remember. So mm -hmm. are you going to keep that position of you as a daughter of God, even though you're leading people, but you can still be humble yourself. You can still obey God. You can still lead people, but according to the word of God, how can you do that? And do you think is bringing spirituality at work is worth it? 
Okay, I want to be very honest. I think bringing spirituality at work is not worth it because remember, still again, we are working in an open business, so we cannot divide. Uh, I mean, people saying that I'm not working with Muslim, I'm not working with the 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 the, the Framazon people. I, no, you don't do that. You don't know who's coming to you and you don't know why God is putting him on your way. But the question is very interesting to me because I think many women or many people, when they get successful, they forgot where they came from. And for me, I have a very great and good experience with God, which is he took me from nowhere. And I did not, I didn't even know that. I, I always used to dream very big dreams and it was so crazy because people used to laugh at me because they were like, no way, it's never going to happen because I am a child of, I am a daughter of, of, of a mechanic and people who works, who lives in Congo, they know like how mechanics are not really good treated. And, yeah. but the good thing is my, 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 my father used to be, my father is a very, is a well-educated person and he really raised us as he wanted us to be, which we are today. So for, let me say everything that I have till today, it's because of God and through God. And that's the reason why I'm always even saying, even when I'm very tired that I cannot pray, I always say to God that, listen, God, I, I'm sure that I can forget everything about you, but the only thing that I cannot forget is remembering that you love me so dearly and that everything that I am today is because of you. So I have a certain a link with God that there's no reason, no money, no amount of money or no people or no relationship can come and break it. I, I might not be at church today, not tomorrow, not after tomorrow, maybe because my, my work is taking me busy, but I still know that every day, my step before I put my step out, there is God, there is one God that is watching over me, is planning my stuff. So let, let me even give you this something that maybe it's going to make people to, to, to love. It's like every time that I get a stage, I, I have to get into a stage to speak to people because I know that God is using me as a speaker. Before even I open my mouth, there is a little tiny prayer of seconds that I always do, which always help me to get successful every time that I take a speech everywhere. It's it's I've got my few like my few intimacy with God that still remaining from years to years to years. And I know that if I want to be successful like I want to be tomorrow, I will never be able to make it with money. And people who are selfishness, who are, who have selfishness, who are like full of themselves, who are proud of themselves, it's fine. But those are maybe the people who never go through the school of success. Because the school of success that God is taking, God used to take people that he wants to promote tomorrow is a school of very, very big humiliation. And when mm. you go through this school of success with God, or mm. let me see, let me put it in the right way. When God yeah. takes you through the school of success, which means a lot of humiliation, a lot of regrets, a lot of, a lot of a lot of rejections when you go through that and when you succeed you learn about humility mm -hmm. and which is something that it's only through God that you can make it because all people that are full of themselves maybe I'm gonna even say it's just because they did not pass through the school that I've been through the school that I've been through does make me that's make me very humble because I knew that I know that yesterday I, I didn't have anything today I have. Tomorrow I might be broke again. Tomorrow I might be even on the street more than today. So mm. why should I be proud today while mm. I don't even know where God is taking me to the next step? I don't even know the next step of God. 
It might be a very successful life that I will never cry again, but it might be an, another lesson taking me backward to take me forward. So we don't even know where God is stepping your foot tomorrow, which means you don't need to be proud. So let's say, for example, yesterday I was driving big cars, having a good life, like very stunny life, money and everything, whatever I wanted, I could have made it go to the hair salon, expensive hair salon. And then God took me back for backward, which I, I had to work to get my taxi. I'm going through the public transport. Sometimes I have to take a bike, which does not even kill me. It doesn't even affect my faith because I know that I'm going through the school of success because tomorrow I need to be a testimony. And always God knows that I am the testimony. I am the living testimony of all his love and his powerful and his powerful name. Spirituality at work is worth it. Okay, I want to be very honest. I think bringing spirituality at work is not worth it because remember, still again, we are working in an open business, so we cannot divide, uh, I mean, people saying that I'm not working with Muslim, I'm not working with the, 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 the Framazon people. I, no, you don't do that. You don't know who's coming to you and you don't know why God is putting him on your way. But the question is very interesting to me because I think many women or many people, when they get successful, they forgot where they came from. And for me, I have a very great and good experience with God, which is he took me from nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I did not, I didn't even know that. I, I always used to dream very big dreams and it was so crazy because people used to laugh at me because they were like, no way, it's never going to happen because I am a child of, I am a daughter of, of, a, of a mechanic and people who works, who lives in Congo, they know like how mechanics are not really good treated. And, yeah. but the good thing is my, 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 my father used to be, my father is a very, is a well-educated person and he really raised us as he wanted us to be, which we are today. So for, let me say everything that I have till today, it's because of God and through God. And that's the reason why I'm always even saying, even when I'm very tired that I cannot pray, I always say to God that, listen, God, I, I'm sure that I can forget everything about you. But the only thing that I cannot forget is remembering that you love me so dearly and that everything that I am today is because of you. So I have a certain a link with God that there's no reason, no money, no amount of money or no people or no relationship can come and break it. I, I might not be at church today, not tomorrow, not after tomorrow, maybe because my, my work is taking me busy, but I still know that every day, my step before I put my step out, there is God, there is one God that is watching over me, is planning my stuff. So let, let me even give you this something that maybe it's going to make people to, to, to laugh. It's like every time that I get a stage, I, I have to get into a stage to speak to people because I know that God is using me as a speaker. Before even I open my mouth, there is a little tiny prayer of seconds that I always do, which always help me to get successful every time that I take a speech everywhere. It's it's I've got my few like my few intimacy with God that still remaining from years to years to years. And I know that if I want to be successful like I want to be tomorrow, I will never be able to make it with money. And people who are selfishness, who are, who have selfishness, who are like full of themselves, who are proud of themselves, it's fine. But those are maybe the people who never go through the school of success. Because the school of success that God is taking, God used to take people that he wants to promote tomorrow is a school of very, very big humiliation. And when you go through this school of success with God, 
or mm. let me see, let me put it in the right way when god yeah. take you through the school of success which means a lot of humiliation a lot of regrets a lot of a lot of abandonment a lot of rejections when you go through that and when you succeed you learn about humility mm. and which is something that it's only through god that you can make it because all people that are full of themselves maybe i'm gonna even say it's just because they did not pass through the school that i've been through the school that i've been through does make me that's make me very humble because i knew that i know that yesterday i i didn't have anything today i have tomorrow i might be broke again tomorrow i might be even on the street more than today so mm. why should i be proud today while mm. i don't even know where god is taking me to the next step i don't even know the next step of god it might mm. be a very successful life that i will never cry again but it might yeah. be an another lesson taking me backward to take me forward so we don't even know where god is stepping your foot tomorrow which means you don't need to be proud so let's say for example yesterday i was driving big cars having a good life like very stunning life money and everything whatever i wanted i couldn't make it go to the hair salon expensive hair salon and then god took me back for backward which i i have to work to get my taxi i'm going through the public transport sometimes i have to take a bike which does not even kill me it doesn't even affect my faith because i know that i'm going through the school of success because tomorrow i need to be a testimony and always god knows that i am the testimony i am the living testimony of all his love and his powerful and his powerful name mm -hmm. where have you been already how many provinces have you visited oh so far after um seven seven provinces and no i can say 10 because now that they divided it it's just messed up but if we take it on the the old uh configuration so i've done already seven and um all seventh was very successful i met new people and i love traveling because i want to meet new people to exchange experiences like exchange knowledges and and talking discovering new things so i've done seven which is we've, we've done uh full of katanga um uh, i mean north and south kivu we've done uh congo central which used to be back congo we've done quilu which used to be bandundu so we've done it we've done kinshasa so and we still have we still are in the process to get through to all other uh, all other provinces and then it's going to be the tour of africa and then it's going to be other continent telling people how amazing this country is if you ask me why did i bring token africa and congo it's because there is a revelation that many people don't get um god never made a mistake to make to create you in a country where you are in a family where you are and there is always a a blessing that linked that is that is linked from on you um, that is linked on the way you come from so if you know exactly where god wants you to be then you will you don't need to immigrate i'm, I'm against immigration like seriously i don't know why but i i am feeling like you know if people of israel did not immigrate we could have not have a lot of fights that they have today and fights start when people are going to look for food, to look for good wealth, to look for how to a good behave, a good living, while we still have it in 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 our country. So, and also because my country is amazing, I've traveled most of the country in the world, and I never see a country that has these all wonders that we have. So I'm proud of my country, and I'm proud of God putting me here and has done a lot of things so far by by with the grace of god so we are we are training we are mentoring we are coaching so we train um, tourist guide 
and we like so far today uh we can count like around 800 people that we've been touched that we touch with our our training and we do development which our development is go go through when we visit a like site or places and then just know what is happening how we can help them and um we have like we put together a project that's promoting uh i mean local tourism which is uh Montpellier Mon Heritage in French and English is my country my legacy it's uh, one of the inspiration of God I will say that again because every every person that working with me in my company the day they heard this name this title of the project they said to me gosh seriously madame this this title it's really God speaking and I, I just love when God is telling me to do something and I and, and I execute. I saw the the the, uh, the feedback after that. So we put this project and then this project is taking us from places places to go visit. So there are a lot of amazing places in Congo, apart from the the national parks that everybody knows, Virunga, Garamba, Maiko, and 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 whatever. We have a lot of places. We have let's say in Congo we have the hot water uh, i mean uh, uh stream so we have a river of of hot water which i thought when i was young i thought it was only in the east but now we discover even in the north of of congo in kisangani we still have hot water stream that is is coming from natural um sources and then we have like the the a lot of a lot of waterfalls if I count uh, so far today, we have more than 500 waterfalls, which some of them are not even yet discovered. And one of the amazing ones that we discovered in, with my group, it was, uh, we're calling it um, Shoot the Massage. It's like a massage waterfall. And it's like five, five uh, types, no, five types, yeah, five types of, of, of waterfalls in the same place. And each and every one gives you a different type of of um, of temperature of water. And then if you lie down on the middle of that, you are having like a really serious massage, which I even want to do like a few days uh, coming. I really want to go back. And there's a lot of amazing things like listing it now. It's going to be very difficult because we have a lot like unfinished list. That's true. That's yes. true. That's so, true. whoever wants to see Congo, whoever wants to visit Congo, he must first know that this is the country of ecology. Like, God has given us like a gift in the world. If you want to leave the ecotourism, if you want to leave the natural side of tourism before going to the infrastructures and all this, things that people that like industries are bringing just go on the natural path and you will see we have the equatorial forest which is the second one after amazon amazonia so we have a lot of rivers and seas and stuff i think i mean we just it's just an amazing place to come and visit and um, we will we will never stop like saying it and um Marianne, please allow me to ask about, do you also, do you, are you intending to also focus on the fluve, our fluve, the Congo fluve? Yes. It's a touristic place, right? I mean, it's exactly. a touristic element. Are you, are you thinking that what, I don't know, what do, what would you have as a vision promoting this fluve? We have the vision is so huge, it's so big, and to start, we have to start like God. He started by creating something, and then something, and then something. Even him, he started like one step uh, after the other. So we're going one step after the other, and we have, let's say, um, from up to date, we have a lot of people. I'm gonna say like every day. There's no one day that. I did not receive a message or a call from somebody newly coming to Congo and want to know 
what and how token africa is living or is doing his business so and we are open to any project every project that has been offered to us so if you bring it on we will try to work on it can you say your last words my last word but not least is um um is to say uh, i'm encouraging every i'm encouraging everybody I mean, I'm encouraging uh, women, ladies, to first of all to work on their dreams. Don't allow anybody, not even your spouse or your children, to stop you from reaching, from making your dreams to to come through. So this is my advice, and I want people to learn that even if you're going through a very hard moment right now, remember. That's the school of success, which has been made by God, never been a school of happiness and smile. You will learn to smile even while you're crying. You will learn to smile even when it's tough because in that school of success, Lord is teaching you how to, 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 to prevent other people to penetrate into your mind in, or to read your, your, your sadness or your... Your, your unsatisfaction in life so just um let us be together let us work together let us support each other i know it's very hard when you don't have an agenda easy like me i'm sorry that i've been buckling back all the time and i really love the the this this podcast which is amazing i learned so next time it's going to be much easier for me yes <laughs> and i wish everybody all peace and love and please 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 again follow your dreams just remember any thoughts that god is putting in your mind that might be the dream that will make you a successful and powerful person in the world a remarkable person that the world all the world will be able to tell to mention your name before before while and even after you you live in this world, you will be mentioned. So just don't neglect your dreams and keep God first. Oh my God, much love, much love. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. 